Good morning and welcome to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make our community such a great place to live, work, and raise a family. Here's your host for East Tennessee Now. Good morning and thank you so much for joining me. I'm Michelle Silva and tell you one place you need to visit. If you haven't been there in a while, Pigeon Forge. It's a fun place in the summer. It's fun in the spring, awesome in the fall, but in the winter, it really shines. It sparkles. It glows. And I have Pigeon Forge spokesperson Trish McGee joining us this morning to tell us all about Winterfest and what's new this year. And if you don't have time to go right now, no need to rush because the city is just going to be beaming all winter long, practically. I think it's time we say good morning to Trish and happy holidays. Well, good morning to you too, Michelle. And same to you. Happy, happy holidays. Oh, Thanks I'm for so- having us here. <laughs> oh, I had to because I've talked about Pigeon Forge and the Winterfest and the Riverwalk many a times on it. But I wanted to talk with you just to let folks know how accessible it is and how beautiful it is if they haven't been. You know, I think... Winterfest, I don't want to play favorites. I shouldn't play favorites, but it is one of my absolute favorite times to be in Pigeon Forge because it does just sparkle like a holiday. And this year it sparkles even more because we recently invested $1.7 million and price tags. What does that matter? Well, it bought us 20 new light displays and the city leaders got very creative with this installation and said, let's take advantage of the city's Riverwalk, our greenway, that's a six-mile loop around the city. And they took those light displays and strategically placed them along a a mile-and-a-half strip along the river. So it encourages folks to park the car, bring your family, bring your friends, and get outside. It's an outdoor walkthrough experience. And I mean, this is this is the 33rd year for Winterfest, and we know that folks come from all across the country, but we also know we have a lot of folks in Knoxville, our day trippers, who come out, and they're looking for something new to do. So, this, you know, the city's invested in this new product, and it is beautiful, and I know you've seen it. It's, <laughs> it's just it's so pretty and it's so fun. It is because you just ooh and ah the whole time as if you were driving you through do. a neighborhood. And this way you're yes. getting a little bit of exercise and you see something new. We've been up and down it a couple of times and it's like, oh, wow, I didn't even notice the detail on those butterflies over there or the flowers. Or the, the flowers and the frogs and that 52-foot-long caterpillar. Let's give folks some context. This particular run is between the LeConte Center at Pigeon Forge, Mm -hmm. and the island. So you've got a pretty long stretch uh, all the way up to the old mill. So you've got a pretty long stretch of all these these new lights. And as you begin, you're walking through 25 foot tall archways that have these shooting stars and then you come upon some polar bears who are resting along the way Mm -hmm. then you turn the corner and you see the caterpillar but next there is this symphony of woodland creatures so this 20 foot tall frog and this cricket and they're also brightly colored and it's led so it's super bright and crisp some of them are um coordinated to music 
and I, I know the night that I was out there, um, I started at six o'clock because, you know, dark, it gets dark a little bit early. Mm-hmm. So you can get a, get a head start out there. But I got out there at six o'clock and I was like, well, I wonder how long have I been here? And I looked down at my phone and it was 830. I'd been there for two and a half hours and I still hadn't seen everything because I think you get caught up in the shared experience of the other people who are on the walking trail with you. And they're having fun, especially the little kids. They're running and they're they're just discovering. It's a lot of oohs and ahs and gasps and everything. But it's that shared experience that we all have, especially around the holidays, that we're enjoying this and taking it in. And we're outside. The air's you know kind of crisp and cool, and it's just so much fun. And just so many unique light displays. The fountain, yeah. and it looks like it's just pouring over with water. It's so many opportunities to stop and take photos. And that was part of the planning. I mean, we're in the Great Smoky Mountains. We all know how beautiful it is 24-7, 365 days a year. But what kind of lights could could we bring to that setting that would enhance it a little bit, that would that would make people feel like, oh, this is meant to be here. So I think from that canopy that you walk through that mimics the fireflies, which we talk about the fireflies a lot in, in June and July in the summer. That's their big season, but they're making a special appearance during Winterfest. But you get down toward the old mill and you walk through that little butterfly patch and you're like, oh, there's a little sprinkling of dolly here too in these butterflies. So, And the kids, they just light up because the butterflies do too. They kind of flutter around there it's just it was so well thought out and beautifully designed and just executed so well we're just so proud of it oh you should be because and then at some points you want to stand there and you want to watch the lights change because they change colors and then you're Mm -hmm. walking through like it almost feels like a tunnel of lights it is a tunnel of lights in several places and i think that's where i just i had the most fun because i was there with a group of six adults and we were loving it. We were taking all the selfies and taking all the photos, but it's the little kids. I mean, and, and I think the holidays, we all delight in their joy and we kind of see the holidays differently through their eyes. But as we were standing around, we just kind of backed up and let the little kids, you know, just run up and, and yell at their parents and yell at their siblings, you know, like, oh, they just discovered the frog or Oh, look at the butterflies. Their enthusiasm and their delight in this just, I mean, it's its a free experience. You can spend as much time or as little time as you want to. But I think if you're there five minutes, you're going to get just this little infusion of holiday joy because the kids are so excited. Oh, and then you have the peacefulness of the, the river just running through. You do. I mean, how it's it's wonderful 365 days a year that we have this. I mean, the Riverwalk is free. We built it for our residents so that they would have a place to enjoy the beauty of the Smoky Mountains here at home. But I, I don't think a lot of people understand or know that it's, it is a six and a half mile loop through the city. This span we're talking about is about a mile and a half, but it's free. It's easily accessible. It's pet friendly. It's wheelchair friendly. And for people like me who aren't in good shape, I I just don't work out enough. It's all flat. So it's really easy to park your car. Um, If you're familiar with Pigeon Forge, the island, and the LeConte Center, we have a municipal city parking lot that's free that is between LeConte Center and the island. 
So you can go in there, park your car, and there there is access to the river walk right there at parking section C, as in CAT. So you step down the steps and you're immediately on the river walk. Go walk as much as you want to, turn around, it's out and back, come back to your car. Or you can go over to Patriot Park, which is near the old mill, park your car there. You can grab our Pigeon Forge Mass Transit, which is a fancy name for our trolley system. <laughs> trolley system runs every day from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., minimal charge, and that'll take you around town. At the same time, when you're on that trolley, you can not only hop on the river walk, but you can also see the other. We've still got 40 other displays that are on Teaster Lane and on the Pigeon Forge Parkway that are also free that people can take in from the trolley. So we make it pretty easy for you to get to it and enjoy it. That's right. Winterfest is like scattered all over Pigeon Forge. We sprinkle everything with the little Winterfest um, beginning the early part of November. And the good part is it continues through February the 19th. And I know we're in that home stretch as we approach the Christmas holiday this weekend and everybody's trying to, it's that last leg, you got to get it done, especially, you know, moms and parents, everybody trying to get things wrapped up, but you can kind of take a breath and step back because we don't turn our lights off until February the 19th. So if you're looking for something to do, I know, isn't that great? It's, (laughs) It's for families who, And I know this weekend's forecast may not be ideal, but as long as the weather is good, and I I like it a little crisp and a little cold, I enjoy that. But if you're looking for something to do maybe in the days following Christmas, or if you're looking for New Year's Eve, New Year's Day plans, these lights will still be there for you through February the 19th. So especially for our local folks, if you're looking for something to do that's close by, free and easy to get to, come see the Winterfest Wonders of Light walking tour. LED, more than a million lights. You will be amazed. Make sure that your your phone, fo- I said phones because we used to say cameras. Make sure you have enough <laughs> film. <laughs> Make sure you have enough battery power for this one. <laughs> Charge your phones for this one. You're You're going to need it because it's, you, you, I I even took video. I rarely will take a video of anything, but it was just so pretty. So, yeah, charge your phone. Make sure you've got pretty, plenty of memory for this one. You're going to want good Wi-Fi, too. You're going to want to send it off to all your friends and family everywhere. Encourage them yes. to come visit you, especially like me, because all my friends and family in Massachusetts and Texas. And I'm like, look what we have here. Tell them to get to Pigeon Forge. And they have plenty of time. As you mentioned, the lights stay on until February 19th. And there is so much to do this time of year, always, any time of year. Because you could go on hikes, even though it's a little chilly, and maybe even see a little bit of snow up there. Isn't it amazing that Great Smoky Mountains National Park, we're so fortunate to be I mean, Pigeon Forge is six miles from the entrance to the country's most visited national park, and it's a free national park. But I am always amazed when I tell people there are 800 miles of hiking trails right here in our backyard. And again, there, you know, if you're you're in great shape and you want to hike the really aggressive hikes, you can do that. But there are plenty of, you know, just really relaxing trails if you just want to take in some of some of the great outdoors and our area looks so different where we have four distinct seasons winter being one of them and things look different you see different wildlife 
And if we're lucky, we get those snow-capped mountains. And, I mean, when LeConte's got a little dusting of snow on it, is there anything prettier? I don't think so. Well, Dollywood is pretty, too, this time of year. Like that transition, Trish? uh, (laughs) Dollywood is, uh, you know, I have a special place in my heart for Dollywood. I worked there for 11 years. But that Christmas, Smoky Mountain Christmas, it is it's look how many awards it's won for being the best Christmas event in the entire world. I mean, they, they do Christmas, right. And between Dollywood, I think they're at 6 million lights and we have about 6 million lights. So all over Pigeon Forge, we're, we're looking at almost, you know, 12 million lights citywide that people can take advantage of. Plus you go to Dollywood, you get cinnamon bread. So yay, total win. I can smell it already. Oh, and taste it. Don't you love that stuff? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Well, I feel like we're kind of taking a tour around Pigeon Forge. We are. We hit the Riverwalk. We hit a little bit of the Smoky Mountains, Dollywood. And we can't forget the island and Mountain Mile. And those are great opportunities. Again, we're looking at, you know, our big rush of the tourist season kind of it tends to trickle off a little bit at the end of December. So January and February, I like to tell people, are kind of the quieter times in Pigeon Forge. And places like the island and the Mountain Mile will continue to operate. And at the, mount, um, at the, at the island, they have this beautiful fountain show. And there are all kinds of things that you can just park your car. They have a trolley system. Um, it's actually a tram, excuse me. It's a tram system that <laughs> takes you from the parking lot to the front, lets you out, and brings you back to your car when you're done. But you can just get out and watch that free fountain show or you can walk around the island and just take in all the sights and sounds. Their holiday decor is absolutely beautiful. Then over Mountain Mile, they've got a lot of yard games that, you know, if you and your family, if you want to shop, you want to grab something to eat, but you just want something to do that doesn't cost anything. There are these beautiful, fun, big chess games out on the on the front lawn that you can do too. So no lack of activity in January and February in Pigeon <laughs> Forge. We entertain you year-round. Also, so many fun places to eat as well. Eating, eating. What, <laughs> That's what big. My, it is big. There's something for everyone. I mean, if you want fast food, you know, something you can grab and go or casual dining. And we're, we're known for our pancakes. So plenty of pancake houses uh, that you, you know, that you can visit. The old mill is probably one of our most recognized. It's, you know, it dates back to the 1800s with that working mill that's still grinding flour and meal for the breads and the dishes they make at the, at the old mill and the pottery house cafe. But just, I mean, the, the food tour, I know folks look at us for Southern cuisine, and we do that really, really well. But, you know, there's Wild Bear Tavern and um, just just more food. If you kind of, you know, go to mypigeonforge.com and look at the variety of restaurants that we have that you can, you can indulge in. If, you know, maybe, maybe you've, you've, you don't you don't want fried chicken today. You're looking for something a little different. Pigeon Forge offers something for everyone. You you can go there and eat anything, and I do, I do. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm proud of it. 
I know. I love it. I love it. And and for the shopping as well, they have every store there imaginable from, you know, some of your, um, what should I say, your candy making to specialty gifts, boutiques. I think that's where Pigeon Forge really shines. Um, you know, our history is Appalachian history. And a lot of the crafters, crafters that you just don't find other places in in the United States, but um, good potters, we have blacksmiths, we have glass blowers, and candy makers, candy makers, wonderful. Um, just lots of, and especially I like to, I like to direct folks to the old mill, that historic square. Those crafters are working every day, just like they are over at Dollywood in Craftsman's Valley. But you can go up and you can interact with them and ask them questions. You know, how, how, how did blacksmithing come to be? Because most of these crafts were born out of necessity. And you, you get, especially when you bring your kids, you get this um, beautiful display of someone making something functional and useful or a piece of art, making it right in front of your eyes, but you get to ask the questions about how are you doing that and what, how, you know, what's the evolution of that tool that you're using. So when you bring the kids, you entertain them, but you also sneak a little bit of history and education into their little brain. So it's kind of a two-for-one special there. Delight them with the entertainment, and they get fascinated by what they're seeing get made, but they learn something at the same time. Yes, and their eyes just that, get so big. Yeah, and that's kind of a segue into all of the great museums that we have in Pigeon Forge, like Titanic Museum Attraction and Alcatraz East, just some of these wonderful places, Wonderworks, where Fun is the primary reason they exist, but they also tell good stories and teach good lessons. So that's another thing that people can enjoy during January and February. Those those museums are open and, and their exhibits are just world renowned for some of the pieces that they have in their collections that folks can get a really up close look at. Gosh. See, I could spend a week there. I often do. Isn't that fun? Because <laughs> <laughs> they have plenty of lodging, too. Oh, unbelievable. Some of the, I think we cover everything from, I uh, know we cover everything from an RV resort and a campground. If you want, you know, if that's, if that's your jam, that's the way you like to vacation. Or if you like the, you know, the luxury of a full-blown resort, then there's Country Cascades. There's Dollywood's Dream More Resort and Spa being pretty important this time of year if you want to relax hello yeah you've had a rough year and it's like you know you you deserve some self-care so go get a spa go to riverstone and enjoy a spa there but everything in between we've got motels we've got the largest cabin inventory of any destination in the country nobody has more cabins than we do so a lot of people enjoy this time of year go rent a cabin fireplaces they've got those um all equipped kitchens so you can go do a grocery store run and you know grab your food bring some books and just sit in your cabin the they're all nestled in these lovely locations where the views are just spectacular so you can you can make a pot of soup have a good book and just you don't even have to leave the cabin to be entertained because those views of the you know the wildlife that you see and the the trees and you know, when the trees 
drop their leaves this time of year you get those unobstructed views of the mountains and we we've got some spectacular views mm, good times <laughs> and let me remind folks that the lights for winterfest and pigeon forge stay up through february 19th but you have something special coming up in january wilderness wildlife week that is special event that pigeon forge hosts and it's january 24th through the 28th and it is one of the country's largest gatherings of wildlife experts outdoor enthusiasts history buffs artists craftsmen it's headquartered at the ramsey hotel and convention center and most of it, we have a few seminars that we have to charge for, but uh, there are like 200 classes on this itinerary. And again, that information is available at mypigeonforge.com, but it's free for January 24th through the 28th. So if you love the great outdoors, we've been talking about being outside. If you want to learn more about the nature and the Great Smoky Mountains, come to Wilderness Wildlife Week, January 24th, 28th. You'll still be able to catch all the lights as See well. The lights while you're there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a good trip planner, Michelle. We appreciate it. I just need more time off, I think. We'll put in a request for you. How's that? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Hopefully a lot of other folks out there will take some time and Go out and visit Pigeon Forge. So much to see. Do just go to mypigeonforge.com, as Trish said it. Trish McGee, it has been a pleasure talking with you. You as well. Have a Merry Christmas, Michelle. You too, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Good morning, and welcome to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make our community such a great place to live, work, and raise a family. Here's your host for East Tennessee Now. Good morning, I'm Michelle Silva. Every year at this time, we're so very fortunate that Salsaritas steps up to help out East Tennessee Children's Hospital and to make Christmas brighter for all the children and their families who may have ended up there accidentally or unexpectedly over the holiday season. I have Cheryl Almond, who is with Volunteer Services at East Tennessee Children's Hospital. We're here to talk about the Adopt-A-Family program and how easy it is for you to get involved. Because all you have to do is donate $15 to East Tennessee Children's Hospital. You get $15 back from Salsaritas. And they've been so wonderful to do this year after year, Cheryl. This has been the most amazing, uh, amazing program. I can't say enough wonderful things about it. Uh, The impact that it has on our families who... You know, you come into the hospital, you don't expect to have certain needs. You know, you don't expect to run out of the house. Maybe you're in an emergency situation. You need your toothbrush or, you know, just those small things. Or you're a child and you forgot your teddy bear at home. This account is going to take care of meeting some of those simple needs. But then this time of year, it's going to help those families at Christmas time who maybe need that little extra boost. It's expensive to have a child in the hospital. It's hard on the family. It's hard to go out and go shopping. So when we are able to help those families and help support them due to the the, the generosity of, of this community, it's, it is heartwarming. It sure is. So easy because you can go online at East Tennessee Children's Hospital, which is etch.com. You'll see a link on ways to donate and adopt a family. 
is the very first link that's going to come up under that. And again, that $15, you're going to get a $15 gift card to Salsaritas. I can't think of a better gift. There's nothing I would rather have than a Salsarita <laughs> gift card. So it's it's a win all the way around. And I just wish that you could see the faces. You know, I, sometimes I maybe feel a little bit guilty because I get to see the impact. I get to see those smiles. I get to see those kids who light up or that mom and that dad who have the comfort given to them. So um, just know, you know, you wake up on Christmas morning know that that's not just a gift card you're getting. It's a gift that was given to a, a family, a child at the hospital. That's so true, you know, because we get all warm and cozy in our jammies and we get to celebrate the holidays around the tree and with our families and eating and just being comfortable and just enjoying each other's company. And, it, and it's hard to think that some of these kids and their families they end up in the hospital and y'all do so much at East Tennessee Children's Hospital to make it so very comforting I've heard from AJ and so many of the patients and families I mean you do as much as you can but still there's that it's still not home and you know we also we have so many people who will make that donation and then often they'll say here just give this card to a patient at the hospital I also love that. Again, it can be expensive. It can be hard. Hey, I'm going to get to go to Salsaritas. You know, and kids get so excited. We recently had a little girl who had a birthday party, and um, we brought in Salsaritas. And, you know, you just can't ask for, for better food. So being able to do those special things just brings the magic. So I know what my mailman's getting this year. My, you know, my, my delivery guys, everybody, everybody loves Salsarita. It's true. That's a good idea there. Your mail carrier, your UPS person, maybe your garbage carriers, you have your neighbors to think about. Teacher gifts. Teachers. Yes. And $15, it's so easy. And then you get that $15 back. Thank you so much to Salsaritas and make this Christmas a little bit brighter for the people around you and the kids at East Tennessee Children's Hospital because you've seen it. You see it every day. I see it every day. I see the blessings every day. And our community blesses us beyond measure. And we are so very, very thankful. Once again, all you have to do is go to etch.com. It's the Adopt-A-Family program with Salsaritas and East Tennessee Children's Hospital. Thank you very much, Cheryl Allman, Volunteer Services. And anything else the hospital needs at this time? Well, of course, we're coming into the holiday season. So... Presence galore. We're going to make sure everybody's taken care of. And you know, also things you don't think about, like not only gift cards to Salsaritas, but gift cards to gas stations, gift cards to Walmart. You've got families that have needs. Transportation, it's expensive to get from point A to point B. When somebody donates something like that to the hospital, the comfort is immeasurable. So true. Let's not forget about our, our little patients being cared for at East Tennessee Children's Hospital. All the nurses, the doctors, the staff, everybody, the families. It, uh, it's supposed to be a very merry time of the year. And you know what? To everybody out there who participates in this, you are making it merry. And uh, on behalf of our hospital, our patients, our staff, Merry Christmas. Thank you for being a blessing to East Tennessee Children's Hospital. Well, thank you, and please thank the staff and the doctors and everybody who's working those holidays and have to be away from their families, and thank them for all that they do. Absolutely, and I appreciate you doing this for us. Thank you. Good morning, and welcome to East Tennessee Now. There are so many ways to celebrate the season. Just head to downtown Knoxville 
There are several there. For instance, the Peppermint Trail featuring candy cane coffees, craft cocktails, so many treats around every corner, gingerbread, cinnamon, cranberry, apple spice, and other holiday flavors. You can sip, see, and shop. T-shirts, scented soaps, candles, all kinds of holiday surprises. The downtown Peppermint Trail, that is going on until January 8th. You can go to visit Knoxville.com for that, as well as Elf on the Shelf Scavenger Hunt. This has been a fun one for the kids. I know a lot of families are doing it at home, but if you want to get out and about, bundle up and then head downtown It's the world's original community-wide elf-on-the-shelf scavenger hunt. Children of all ages are going to enjoy this. It's fun-filled adventures. More than two dozen downtown locations are involved. You can pick up your pass at the Visit Knoxville Visitor Center or Mass General Store. Begin your magical journey for fun, treats, and surprises along the way. Again, just go to visitknoxville.com. And if that isn't enough excitement, just head over to Market Square for a little holidays on ice. Grab some hot cocoa. Don't forget your mittens. It's kind of chilly out there. Have a very happy holiday season from all of us at Midwest Communications. I hope you all enjoy the rest of this Sunday. Remember, East Tennessee Now is available on demand as a podcast from iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. I'm Michelle Silva, and I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make Knoxville and East Tennessee such a great place to live. If you have a suggestion for the program, we'd love to hear from you. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 27100, Knoxville, Tennessee 37927. Or call the studios at 865-525-6000. That's 865-525-6000. East Tennessee Now is a presentation of Midwest Communications Company.